Welcome to Nurse to Nurse, a podcast where we'll have inspiring and innovative conversations from one nurse to another, helping you leverage your experience, expertise, and education to build your personal brand and start a coaching practice. And now, here to help you unleash your magic in the world, your host, Starshima. Hey, 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 what's up, girlfriend? What's up, my nurse friend? What's up, my coach? How are you doing? Whoo, can we say we are here another day, you know, and really, really grateful. So I'm looking at my shirt that I'm wearing today, and it says I'm running off a little bit of coffee and grace, <laughs> right? I just think about that, and I definitely say that is the story of my life. Every day I run off a little bit of coffee as well as grace. Well, I thank you so much for giving me your listening ear today and tuning in for another episode here on the Nurse to Nurse podcast. And today I just want to share with you some of the things that I wish that I would have known as a young new coach um, entering the space, meaning some of the things that I would do differently. So we're going to talk about that today. And in the conversation, the real goal for the conversation of what I want you to take away from this is what I hope in my transparency that you are inspired to not make the same mistakes that I've made or learn from me to help you grow faster by the things that I've done. What inspired me to have this conversation is because we often do not see all the work that people in business, our coaches put in behind the scene. All we oftentimes see is the success in which they make. So many times, unless you're working directly with a coach, do you get a chance to hear these kind of conversations and really get a chance to learn from them? And a lot of this is what has shaped my framework to help my women who work with me in the personal brand for coaches to help them drive a greater impact in the world and to collapse time and not going through all the hiccups and the roadblocks that they may face because I teach them a very strategic way to be impactful out in the market. Someone say impactful, right? So again, here on the Nurse to Nurse podcast, we have those inspiring and innovative conversations. So get that good Nurse to Nurse podcast notebook out and take some notes today to help you be able to drive a greater impact. All right. So again, when I tell y'all running off a little bit of just coffee and grace, I am. And a lot of that, you know, I think about when I first started coaching about four to five years ago is I ran off a lot of coffee and grace, right? Because I made a ton of mistakes and I made tons of mistakes fast and I learned even faster, right? And sometimes what happens in this space and as people, right, let's just be honest, we don't want to fail at anything. But the only time that I look at what is truly failure is when we really give up, right? If you're here and you're leaning in and you're passionate about the work that you do, then you're going to find solutions to your problems, right? Um, you're going to learn how to work more effectively through the things that you do. And I know that you want to be an effective coach. You want to have confidence in the work that you do. You want to be able to articulate that out to the world. And you want to drive massive impact, right? That's what you want to do as a coach. So let me just share with you some of the things that I wish that I would have known. 
But before I can really leverage those things that I wish that I want to know, and I guess it's important for me to kind of tell you how I started off. Well, if you've been following me for some time, I'm always a person who really just run off my passion, very intuitive. I feel something. I feel like God gives me something and I have to roll with it. Let me know if you're that person too, right? So I feel like I just have to roll with it. And that is pretty much how I launched the coaching practice. So I didn't go in and get education about how to be a coach, right? I didn't go and do all the things that you would think that a prudent business owner would do. Instead, I just took action. And today I am really, really grateful that I decided to take action because I decided to take action is the reason that you're listening to my podcast today is the reason why I have helped women unleash their magic out into the world and drive a greater impact, make their first six figures in business, make their first thousand dollars in business, package up their first offer is because I decided to take action. So put that, write that down. That is a key word, taking action, right? No longer being consumers of content, but action takers. So I'm really, really grateful for that. And it's a strategy that I use all the time. I lean in even when it's tough to take action, but I was just sharing with you to say like, I had no formal, I just went with it. I didn't have a formal business plan. I knew what type of people I wanted. I thought I knew what type of people I wanted to work with. I thought I had it all down. And because it wasn't my first business, oh, I thought I had it all together, right? And now when I look at it, I figure that I went through all these things to make me who I am today, to drive the impact in the world that I'm making today. I had to bump my head, stumble, because in all those things, is when it came to growth. So this is why I can have this conversation to say, hey, girlfriend, here are three things that I learned early in my coaching practice, and I want to show you how to avoid them to help you exponentiate your impact and your growth in your coaching practice. You ready for it? Let me know. Let me know if you're ready. All right. So let's talk about the number one thing that I learned. If I look back, friends, coaches, when I first started off, me being me, I wanted to help everybody right? I wanted to help every single woman that crossed my path. I wanted to drive impact with every single one, right? And so with that, I started to talk to every single woman out there, right? And as I was talking to every single woman out there, I was essentially talking to nobody. You know, the nurturing and the caring side of me wanted to help every woman. Like I want every woman to win. But what I didn't realize as a very young coach and I understand it so clear now is that I'm here for a particular kind of woman. And when I was trying to service everyone, I was really helping no one. So what is the number one thing that I wish I would have known when I first started coaching was knowing how to niche down. I didn't understand that the riches was in the niches, (laughs) right? Like I didn't get that. And I thought that the riches was in everyone and serving everybody. And it was a big mistake because even in trying to serve everyone and trying to talk to everyone, see the psychology of everyone is different. And the psychology of the woman that I really wanted to help, I couldn't speak to it because... I was trying to talk to everybody. So this is how I was losing my women. So in the beginning, 
yeah, I was marketing and I was getting up and I was showing up and yeah, I would get people on my calendar, but I was getting people on my calendar that I really couldn't serve with my expertise. I hope y'all following me here, right? You ever feel like that? Like, do you ever feel like, oh my gosh, like I attracted them and how the heck did they get here? Ooh. And it's typically in our marketing, right? In the things that we're saying. And then we're not being consistent with what our magic is and who we can help. And then we're attracting people. And then because we're new coaches, y'all come with me. I'm telling y'all about the mistakes that I made when I was a new coach. And because I was a new coach and the idea is to make money, right? Because money is the lifeline to the business. Then I would say yes to people that I didn't really know if I can really help. And when I said yes to them, then it made, I would figure it out, but it would cost me more time and more energy to be able to figure it out. I just dropped some gems for you right here. So let me know if this is relatable. Drop a comment. Leave me a comment on this podcast and let me know if this is relatable to you. Have you found yourself as a new coach? So what I learned, here's my number one thing that I learned is that the riches is in the niches. If I can tell myself, if I can go back to four years ago and say, Starshima, the riches is in the niches and here's what you need to do. I would go back and tell myself that and not work myself through trying to work through all these people not really talking, not really getting the people on my calendar like I wanted to get them on. And then when I did get them on, I wasn't getting the right person. And then it felt hard. Like coaching didn't feel easy. I was like, I'm passionate about this. I can teach people these things of how to get from here to here. And I think in the beginning, I was teaching people from living a life of mediocrity to a life that they truly desire and deserve. Like stop stuffing your dreams underneath the couch. I was getting the wrong kind of people. I mean, I felt like sometimes I was in a therapy session, which I'm clearly not a therapist. Now I know I'm a nurse, but I'm not a therapist. And I know sometimes coaching sessions can feel like therapy, but that wasn't my magic. Like, let's just be real. Now, did I learn a lot in it? I did because it gave me a great foundation. I got to see, and I got to learn, and I got to study women. And I'm grateful for that. Right. But now I fast forward and I'm super, super specialized. Right. I know the kind of woman I help. I understand her psychology. I understand how she buys and it makes the work easier for me. And I make more money now serving a certain population of people than serving, trying to serve a massive amount. So that's the nugget there. So that's one thing that I definitely, definitely learned. And let's talk about my second thing. And this is huge. And I'm going to title the second thing boundaries. And boundaries is anything that puts a boundary around you. One big thing that I didn't have early on was a boundary of accessibility. Do you struggle with that too, as a new coach? Like, do you struggle with people having a level of accessibility to you? You know, because they're paying you, they can text you all hours of the night. Now, because they paid you a certain amount of money, they feel like they own your time. Maybe it was just me. I don't know. I'm just being transparent. I didn't have boundaries in place. And In that not having boundaries and being accessible, I was tired. I was burnt out. I was overwhelmed. And even if I was making money, the money didn't even seem like it had value because I was working continuously, like around the clock. I didn't have good working hours. I didn't have, I'm talking one boundary is accessibility. As a new coach, I would tell you, put the boundaries up of accessibility and Boundaries of accessibility can be that you tell your clients about how to contact you, right? People treat us by the way we teach them to treat us. Let me repeat that. People treat us. And when I say people, our customers, our potential customers, 
the way that we teach them. So the way that your client is interacting with you today is a way that you've taught them to interact with you. So with that, as a new coach, put boundaries up and boundaries around accessibility. Identify how your client can get in contact with you, right? So meaning that maybe in the beginning, you gave them access to your phone number where they can text you. And limiting accessibility can be now using an app, like an app like Voxer, to now where you can answer within a certain period of time. Within your contracts and your welcome packet, you can tell them what is your turnaround time for you to communicate back to them, which can be 24 hours. So they're not expecting instant access to you. I mean, you are a busy woman. You have family. You have children. You're a spouse. You don't have time to be answering clients' calls while you're out trying to turn up with your sister and celebrate her, right? Or you're out with your husband on a date. Should that in, should your husband have to make that sacrifice to sacrifice that time for a client who's paying you? No. Put the boundary up. So that's an example of boundaries. That's one thing I wish I would have known as a new coach. And I think also that when we don't have these boundaries up, it impacts our home. It impacts the way that our spouses see the way that we do business. It impacts the way that our children see the way that we do business. My children would tell me, mommy, you always are the CEO. You're always busy because I was always trying to do something even outside of the things that I had already served at a great capacity because people needed and I didn't have boundaries up. It was running into my children's time. And I was like, no, 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 no. I got to get better. Right. So putting those boundaries up, right as a new coach is going to help you. I gave you some examples about how to do that. It's like imperative, put it up now. You know, send an email, bulk email out to your clients today. Hey, moving forward, starting November 1, this is how we're gonna communicate. This is how we're going to X, Y, and Z. Another boundary that I wish I would have known is saying no, Mm. is no is a full boundary. No is a full statement. And it's okay to say no. So many times when we're new coaches, we want to say yes. We want to get the opportunity, want to do these things. But I feel like your greatest strength is to know what your limitations are as a coach. And I think about this even as a nurse, right? My greatest strength is to know where I'm limited. Where I begin to be scary, right, is when I don't know what I'm incapable of doing, right? When I don't know my own capabilities, that's scary. That's a dangerous person. But when you know what you're capable of and you're able to say no, that's a boundary. So you're going to stop closing clients or working with clients who are not meant to work with you. If you're not a mental health coach, then you shouldn't be picking up a mental health client. Can we just be real? Right. If you're not a fitness coach, you shouldn't be teaching patients or people how to get healthy. You should be able to say no. And then if you have resources or where to send them to, of where they can help them, that is okay. So even that boundary, no, and you think that you're losing money, but you're really saving money and you're saving a peace of mind and you're saving time. So boundaries, put your boundaries up. So boundaries of accessibility, boundaries of saying no, boundaries of working hours, quit running your coaching business into a 24-hour day. These are the hours in which you do things on the days in which you do them. Put the boundaries up. I wish I would have known these things as a new coach. Okay. And here's the other thing. So we talked about accessibility, talk about putting those boundaries up. We talked about saying no. Okay. And here's the key thing. 
in the beginning of my coaching practice, I would have wished that I've started with me. Write that down. I wish that I would have started with building the brand of me first. And what I end up doing was I kind of did things a little bit backwards. I made sure I had the website. I made sure I had all the things that they say are the tools in which I needed to run a business. So I invested in helping someone helping me with my website, invest in these different subscriptions for these different products. And I wasn't really clear about how I was showing up in the market, right? I didn't know what I really wanted to stand for, what my disposition was. And so with that, I struggled with that. So being clear about who you are, who you stand for. And in that, it comes back, I believe, to talk to number one, knowing where your magic is and knowing who you are serving are all so important, right? That all comes into the brand of you and making sure you're doing the right things in the right order to be able to serve your people at a greater capacity. Those are things that I learned, y'all. Like in full transparency, those are real legit things that I learned. And so now I help women get clear about the brand of them. What do they stand for? What is their mission? What is their message? What is their offer? How are you going to deliver it, right? Making sure they're clear in that. And in that, it builds their confidence. Then making sure that they're working with the right kind of person, right? Knowing their audience. And we talk about this all in brand clarity, right? Knowing your right audience. Who's your target audience? Who should this offer be focused on? What should the messaging of it be? And then making sure that they incorporate those boundaries, right? Within there. Like I took those things that I've learned as a new coach that I felt like bottlenecked me a lot in my business and impacted my success. And I now put it in a framework to help ambitious coaches like you to be able to scale your premium coaching practice. And scaling means maybe it's landing your first client. Maybe scaling to you is getting clear about who you are and what's your message and how do you articulate it and how do you position yourself in the market, right? Perhaps to you is that, hey, I want to go from 5K months to 10K months and maybe it's 10K months to 20K months by redefining my offer, redefining my brand, making sure I know who I'm serving, making sure I have proper boundaries in place to where I'm only doing less 20-hour work weeks, five-hour, four-hour, three-hour client fulfillment within a week, depending upon what model you use in your coaching practice. That's what I do over in the personal brand for coaches is I help you go through all of this. And so it's not teaching you just one piece of the puzzle. See, it's teaching you the key thing, the strategic thing. You have to build the brand of you. And I'm going to talk about this until I'm blue in the face because the market is hella competitive out here. Like, if you don't think it's not, then you're driving yourself. And let's not drive turkey ourselves. We're out here to make money and drive hella impact. Like, let's just be real about that, okay? And so with that, we got to know what's out here. And the market's competitive. Now, how the hell do I separate myself from the market? How do I get the competitive advantage? This should be where you're thinking right now, right? It's not thinking, oh, I give up because so many people are doing what I'm doing. Baloney, the devil is a lie, right? My thought is, hey, I'm a successful woman. I'm going to think about what is the solution to the problem? The market is saturated. Well, how do I show up in the world differently? Right, coach? Right, nurse? True. Even if you're building the corporate ladder, there's tons of people who are going into leadership right now. Degrees look appealing. How do you separate yourself? You have to build a brand of you. Personal brands are not just for business owners. Personal brands are at the advantage for business owners because as you begin to build that likability, that trust factor, then people are going to buy your products that's offered in your business brand. 
when everybody's selling lipsticks, what make your lipsticks different? You, <laughs> right? So when you're in corporate America and you're trying to scale the corporate ladder and you are competing, you're a 25 year experience nurse and you're competing with a five year graduate nurse and you're trying to get a leadership position, but that person has the degrees, but you have the experience. What separates you apart? How do you sit at the boardroom table and how do you articulate that you are the woman for the job? That yeah, they appear to look well on paper, but I look even better on paper and here's why. And here's what my experience is going to do for your organization to grow it. So perhaps you don't want to start a coaching practice, but shoot, you want to climb the corporate ladder. And that's some of you as well. Personal branding is going to get you there. You have to be really clear about what you bring to the table. If you don't know about what you bring to the table, if you don't know about what you offer, you know, climbing a corporate ladder, you still have to know what you're offering to our organization, right? You have to be clear about that. And it's all behind your education, your experience and your expertise. I hope you're following me. I'm getting real passionate about this. The other thing is when you're building a premium coaching practice, how do I set myself apart as a nurse coach or the health coach or the mental wellness coach, right? Or the divorce coach or whatever it is that you're doing in your space, your cardiac nurse coaching, right? How do you separate yourself apart? How do you leverage your experience, your expertise, your education with a little bit of smidgen of that passion in there? to make you different than any other coach out here in the market that makes your ideal client say, I need to work with you. So branding, personal branding goes across all industries and no one is immune to building a personal brand. You all need it. Okay. And it's going to help you earn more, show up more, make greater impact and position yourself in the market. So if you want to work with me, you want to build your brand, head over to IamStarShima.com forward slash Build my brand. It's a short application there. Fill out the application. We'll get back to you if you feel like we're a fit based on your answers. And then we'll get on the phone and have a conversation. I want to hear from you. Let's get intentional about the next brand to you. These are the things I learned. Leverage what I learned to help you grow faster. So come in and join me. Until we meet again, take care, girlfriend. Thank you for listening to Nurse to Nurse. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're feeling inspired and ready to build your personal brand and create a premium coaching practice in 90 days, visit www.iamstarshima.com slash buildmybrand to start your journey today. For more information and updates, follow Starshima on Instagram at nursecoachstarshimarn and on Facebook at Starshima RN. Until next Friday, take care.